0: So I had an interesting call this morning. I finally made an appointment with a urologist. I'm going to be getting the the big snip here at some point.
1: How does that work? Is it the same as uh, for bulls where they tie a rubber band around you and Uh, wait until it falls off?
0: I'm not familiar with the bull technique, but I'm going to go with no. I think it's probably Mm. a little more medically advanced. Um... The doctor's website does talk about a no-scalpel vasectomy.
1: Mm, so it's probably the rubber bands then.
0: I think it's a laser. Oh. I think it's a laser.
1: Not rubber bands?
0: No. I could actually probably look up exactly on his website what it was. But...
1: I read something about a needle. It's just a needle.
0: I, I, I'm just not... Just a small puncture. Okay I'm very squeamish when it, when it comes to... <laughs> doctors and surgeries, so you, you're, you're going to help me out here. Uh, the no scalpel alternative to the vasectomy procedure. Traditionally, this procedure requires an incision, uh, whereas this doctor's approach utilizes a significantly smaller puncture wound, and the patient generally experiences less discomfort during or after this outpatient procedure. So, Because it doesn't say laser, but... It's a smaller puncture wound. And I got to say, the wording of puncture wound (laughs) kind of makes me want to pass out.
1: Yeah, but the thought of another child also would make you want to pass out.
0: Pass out probably isn't what I would say, (laughs) but um, yes. Um, So after...
1: I think we're good on kids. We are. Listen, I had to have three of them. I mean you were there. You almost passed out just watching. So I think you can handle this.
0: I'm very, very, very nervous. The thought of a needle somewhere around there makes me want to vomit. And <laughs> I would rather just I could just be put completely under and just be like, you know, take care mm-hmm. of it, and like knock me out. And then, you know, we'll deal with the aftermath, but I don't know if I'll be that lucky. I'm hoping I could be that lucky. But I, again, I I don't know how it works.
1: I'll be interested to find out. I'll be holding your hand and laughing at you the entire time. So
0: I I didn't laugh at you during childbirth. (laughs) I wasn't like, ha ha, look at this lady. She's in pain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're two different people.
0: No, well, (laughs) we are in the sense that if you were to laugh at me during this,
1: Listen, I, you're such a big baby, though, about things. Like, you get a cold and it's the end of the world.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: You're, you're a very big baby. You, most of you men are.
0: <laughs> what do you mean, you men? hmm you men. Uh-huh. How dare you?
1: As a woman who has now delivered three children, I can say that. I'd have a needle go into my back during labor. The first time that I had an epidural... I was shaking uncontrollably.
0: I was there.
1: You were Mm -hmm. not because they kick you out of the room.
0: Uh, Well, you were shaking beforehand.
1: Okay, well, imagine that shaking as they were sticking a needle into my spine.
0: I think I was laying on a waiting room chair
1: Mm -hmm.
0: during that time. Yeah. They don't see, it has to be like a clean room so that they don't allow people to just stand around.
1: Right. I don't want you to like spit on it or anything. Uh, ew. <laughs> what?
0: Is that, why is that where you go? It's just, oh, good job, doctor. Let me just get a quick <laughs> take that, mother of my child.
1: <laughs> well, you don't know what the relationship was like beforehand, you know. you be going to be safe about those things. I guess so. I'm very excited for you to have this not... done.
0: I'm not. I mean, I am because I want it done Mm -hmm. but I'm not I don't want to go through the process I'm very
1: fertile so this will be nice peace of mind hopefully well I
0: mean it's not a hundred percent full roof right there's a chance that you know what what they they cut develops like little tentacles and they meet each other again (laughs) is
1: that how it works you're gonna grow an (laughs) octopus inside of your testicles
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's it it's 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 not foolproof um. and again you said we're very fertile you know it, it might just like reconnect itself and be like it just high fives <laughs> it's like we're, we're back in business uh. i mean i've been trying to read about it and then eventually you get to the section titled complications and then i gotta stop because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't um it's scary you know there's bleeding and bruising and Infections and
1: you know what else is scary? Giving birth.
0: You know what else is scary? Anti Semitism.
1: Can... Oh, was that well, not part of the car Never it, mind. It wasn't. Go Th- on. That would have been Go a good on. segue if I didn't have something to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say, and I don't know if I can pronounce this correctly, Ochalgia or Chalga or Chalgia. Which is the long-term pain of the testes, mm. which is a complication that can happen where you just have testicle pain for the, forever.
1: If that's the case, we'll just, we'll get a rubber band. I I, I don't
0: like your <laughs> approach to this.
1: What, laughing about it?
0: See, you say I'm a baby. I say you're insensitive.
1: Oh, I apologize.
0: <laughs> your, your solution's always, throw some dirt in it. <laughs> Th- throw some dirt in it.
1: Yeah, a little salt.
0: <laughs> That's worse. That's in fact Oh,
1: worse. I apologize. Hey, I was very sensitive when you had your uh, lump cut out of your back.
0: Where are you? Yeah. It I was took two care lumps, by the way.
1: I took care of you.
0: They were two non-cancerous tumors.
1: I took care of you, though. We didn't have kids I was back worried then. you had cancer. Huh? I was worried you had cancer.
0: Oh, well. I'm pretty sure we're in the clear. You, know, you never know, Fe- but the future holds. But we also didn't have kids then, so it was like, you weren't like, get the fuck up. I've got a baby to take care of. <laughs>
1: oh, aren't you looking forward to having your three days off?
0: I have a feeling it won't be three days off.
1: Mm. But you're supposed to have three days of doing nothing, right?
0: You're supposed to. You gotta, like, ice them or something. Ice them? Well, yeah, for, like, the swelling. mm Don't... I I see... What's that look you're making?
1: Nothing. It's very supportive, is all.
0: It's not... (laughs) This isn't a walk in the park. They're not, like, cracking my knuckle and then (laughs) sending me on my way. Do I have to bring up puncture wound again?
1: I love you, and I support you, and I will be there for you, just like you were there for me when I gave birth.
0: Three times. Three? I was there three times. times. I
1: gave birth three times, motherfucker. Yeah, I was
0: there for you three times.
1: <laughs> Let's weigh those a little bit better, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, we had snacks and movies. We did. I tried to... I did what I could. Your, your second one, you, you bounced back like it was nothing. The
1: second one was nothing. You're like, hey,
0: shot him out. You're like, hey, what's on TV? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was one touch and go moment with Rowan when... uh I almost passed out. That was awful.
0: Uh And then I almost passed out.
1: For me, it was the anesthesia was too high for the epidural.
0: Yeah. For me, it was the whole you were giving birth. (laughs) (laughs) Those smelling salts, though, man, I never experienced anything. That was like a shock to my bones. I was like, whoa, all right, what are we doing? Where are we at? Where are we going?
1: Welcome to the second episode of This Morning with Her having coffee. Good morning. Good morning. Actually, good afternoon. It's afternoon.
0: It is afternoon.
1: I slept in today. Thank you for that.
0: You're welcome. I
1: appreciate you.
0: Five o'clock in the morning, in case you were wondering. That's when I was up.
1: Oh. (laughs) But. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah.
0: Nothing coffee can't solve.
1: Mm. Nice and all things coffee giveth me strength. (laughs) Candles has not been sleeping well. Not at all. Rowan is very boisterous this morning.
0: He is very... He only has one, like, tone, and it's screaming.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, the rest of the family is mostly like that, though, so we, we do have a big, loud family. Well, you married into a big, loud family, so...
0: Indeed I did. <laughs> Lots of shenanigans.
1: What's that been like?
0: Interesting. Probably the word that I would use, it's been interesting. Chaotic, one might say, but...
1: Oh. Yeah, nothing can ever just be normal for us, right?
0: No, it's it's always got to be something. Something has to go awry. Something has to be out of the ordinary. Nothing's ever simple and easy.
1: No. No, I'm sorry for that, you know. But hey, you knew you know, going in, so.
0: Yeah, I had a pretty good idea, I think.
1: <laughs> it makes life more interesting.
0: It does make it more interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know, that's been my whole life, though. Nothing's ever gone according to plan. It's just kind of constantly rough seas
0: yeah makes sense (laughs) i get it now
1: (laughs) well here we are anyway it is tuesday morning i think i think no it's monday morning oh gosh how do you not even
0: know that it's monday
1: i don't even know man it's we're less than two weeks till christmas we still haven't bought the kids any presents still don't know what to get them well that's
0: because santa brings them Yeah.
1: Of course, of course, but, you know, we also have to get them some things.
0: Yeah, I mean, one, one or two will be from us.
1: Right, but. so, it's a crazy busy week, and Peppa Pig is doing something to Rowan over there.
0: Yeah, I think a tornado is going through their house right now. <laughs>
1: oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Is that right, Candles? Yeah, some puffs? Are you going to start eating something other than boobies? Any interest whatsoever. I take that as a no.
0: You are cute, though.
1: It's going to be a year old. we got to start planning his birthday party.
0: Oh, I know.
1: There's nowhere to have it. Nowhere. I've looked at it, it always ends up here.
0: We I know. I don't it want it
1: here. I don't want it here. Because then we'll have 20-some people in our house, and everyone will come in and trash it, and uh, we'll have days worth of cleaning, just like we're going to have for Christmas. And... Just not looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Our house does become a disaster. Usually Christmas Eve by like 11 o'clock at night is like my favorite time of the year because the house (laughs) looks beautiful and clean and just the living room looks happy and neat. Right. Right. And then the next day a tornado comes through our house. Yeah. Is what happens.
1: Yeah. Our house is much brighter since I painted the walls yellow. I was very happy.
0: No, I love I love the yellow. I like the, and the like blue green as well.
1: It was very dark and grey.
0: The neat thing about the the blue green is that was something that we color match. That we like, like mixed you mix paint together.
1: Mm-hmm. You couldn't find the right color. Right.
0: And I took a paper plate of uh paint <laughs> to was at the Lowe's and said can you match this and they're like yeah sure
1: but it's the perfect color it is
0: it is a perfect color
1: Yeah. hi there are you trying to rip my curtains down
0: what? well then he would be the third child that wants to rip the curtains down oh yeah he's really trying Ooh.
1: I know you are so strong So I want to take a tone shift here.
0: You were speaking of uh, anti-Semitism.
1: Yes, that is something that I've been wanting to talk about. The end of November, there was a bulletin issued by the Department of Homeland Security regarding domestic terrorism and the rising threats against certain groups within our country. Those groups are the LGBTQ plus community, Jewish communities, and migrant communities. I wanted to talk about this for a minute because, you know, the holidays are coming up. And I know a lot of people are excited to go home or to spend time with family and have time off. But for a lot of people, the holidays aren't something right now that are going to be celebrated and they even be a frightening time for some of these groups that are publicly and notably targets of violence, hatred, and I think that it's important to acknowledge these things and to talk about these things because I know That there are certain people within our own community that are worried about them and frightened by them, and especially out here in what we consider a, quote, red area. I I hate that phrase, but, you know, this is a very heavily Republican area, and we had multiple people arrested who were there on January 6th and who allegedly perpetrated crimes on January 6th. And these are things that we really need to worry about in our community. And I hate to say that because, you know, I don't feel fear living out here. I've never felt fear. This is my home. It's as much my home as it is a Republican's home. And, you know, Democrats were the majority a decade ago, two decades ago. But I... I do think that we need to be willing to stand up and say that we love and defend our brothers and sisters who are members of those groups, whether we ourselves are. And I think that's very important, especially at this time of year.
0: A lot of people might not know this, but you, in fact, yourself are Jewish. I am. No. Everybody knows that or not, but that is a fact.
1: It is. I spent time converting to Judaism. I have found love and community in our congregation and in my faith. And it's been something that has been an incredibly positive force in my life. And it is rather scary. I mean... In Pittsburgh, the day after our son was born was when the Tree of Life happened. And those victims were brought into the same hospital that we had just brought life into.
0: Right, I mean, we had a perfect view of the, the helipad, of them landing and wheeling people in.
1: And so, for me, it hits home, you know? I believe in an America that is for everybody it is a place that was founded on the idea that you could come here and be whoever you are that you could practice whatever religion pray to whatever god you wanted it is a place that promised refuge it is a land of opportunity for everyone and it is terrifying to think of what we could become if we abandon that. Abandon that promise. To lift up the poor. To lift up the battered and the, the wayfaring stranger.
0: It certainly seems like a lot of people these days have, have lost that idea.
1: And quite honestly, you know, I, I grew up going to a Christian school. I still have love and admiration and respect in my heart for the people that I grew up with. But in recent years, I have not found those people to be living by what they preached and what they teach. And truthfully, it it was a part of why I could no longer feel connected to faith until I found the Jewish community. And until I found the love and acceptance of all people that I was seeking. Because I don't want to be a part of any, any organization that doesn't have an utmost respect and appreciation for human dignity. Because every person deserves that dignity.
0: Right. I mean, I, I, I agree. You know, the old saying is that you know, you got to earn respect. But really, you should be given respect till you do such that it's you're not, not deserving. It's not even about respect;
1: it. it's about dignity. We deserve to live in dignity. I I believe that to my core, and maybe that's not a politically popular opinion, but I believe that every human being deserves to live in dignity because every human being is a child of God. You know I'm a faithful person. You know I'm a spiritual person. You know that about me, I think, by now.
0: I do. And
1: I'm not a Christian, but I am someone who profoundly believes in God and and in a purpose. And I believe that every person is loved. And for that reason, every person deserves to live in dignity.
0: And I think just... You know, for the record, I you know, I'm not uh, a Christian or Jewish. I'm not anything. I, I.
1: It is an interesting dynamic in our household.
0: It <laughs> is. I, I think technically the term might be like agnostic. If I'm not, you know, misinterpreting that.
1: We still celebrate Christmas.
0: Oh right, and I mean, to me, Christmas is less about. Jesus and more about the idea of being the season of giving and giving right to others.
1: Well, I and I also think there are little boys who would wonder why Santa doesn't love them and bring them presents. Because they know Santa. But I, I just I think that it's important to remember this holiday season that everyone is deserving of love and acceptance. And I would encourage anyone who's listening to go out of their way to make certain that someone in the community who is at risk or who is perhaps even fearful, to give them validation for their existence and for their role in your life because it means so much.
0: Right. It's the season of giving, you yeah. know?
1: And it's a podcast full of honesty. <laughs> Everything from vasectomies to our deeply-suited religious views. Right.
0: It certainly makes us interesting.
1: I think there's a lot of things that make us interesting. But, uh... Wow.
0: Right. I mean, my my mother was a Sunday <laughs> school teacher, so it's not like I, I, I never had religion.
1: And your dad was a police chief.
0: Right, but I don't think that has anything to do with religion. No. I don't. Know. I find myself. I. I don't believe in, in in much. I don't have faith in much. But who am I to say what is or isn't out there, or what does or doesn't exist?
1: So, how's your diet going? You've been eating a lot of
0: Cheerios. Yes, and I gotta say they taste like cardboard. Mm. They really do. They just. The, they're not even like the honey nut ones. I figure that there's probably the honey nut Cheerios taste okay, and that probably means there's more bad stuff in. So the regular plain cheerios. Funny.
1: Like uh, regurgitated aphid shit.
0: <laughs> it's a good callback for the returning <laughs> listeners. But the regular Cheerios, they just taste like cardboard. And then, you know, the ones that have been sitting on like the bottom of the bowl, they get soggy. And mm-hmm. then it's just soggy, mush cardboard. But it's supposed to like lower cholesterol or whatever that means and I assume it's 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 healthy. It's good for you.
1: You're eating a lot of Jif peanut butter,
0: right? You know, I I'll have like it's a greenhouse. spoonful of, of of peanut butter to.
1: And the smell makes me absolutely nauseous.
0: I love peanut butter. Oh. I've always loved peanut oh. butter. Peanut butter is delicious. You know, chocolate peanut butter ice cream is like, it's, it's one of my like top three ice creams mm. probably, but.
1: I haven't eaten ice cream in a while. I mean, I, I, was, I, doing like, either. I was doing just... like you were doing like a lot of ice cream. There was a
0: lot of ice cream going through you.
1: Uh, yeah, I was having like a thousand calories of better and Jerry's a day, man. Mm. But I've I've really cut
0: back. I mean, we both have.
1: I was yeah. at, like four pints I, a week. <laughs> I've
0: stopped. I've stopped. That's the thing.
1: Mine was the cherry Garcia.
0: See, I don't even know what the one. The because brand. I love the Grateful
1: Dead too, because I fucking love cherry. Ice I don't cream. know
0: what the brain that i had was but it it was the chocolate peanut butter it was was real good but the thing about you know having children and trying to diet like they still want snacks you know they're they're, they're kids they they want rice krispies they They don't eat anything
1: so if we can get them to eat some snacks or some chicken nuggets (laughs) and i mean most of the time look like yesterday i made dinner and we ended up eating off of their plates (laughs) it was too good to let it go waste though
0: it was too good i mean by the they, they had, like, 45 minutes to eat anything. Do they... you
1: remember that thing that you said to me yesterday? Can you see?
0: Can I say that on
1: here? No, the other thing.
0: How about you being an amazing cook? Yes. You've got some specialty dishes, mm-hmm. you know, the, the you? You've got, like, a list of dishes that you've perfected. That's for sure.
1: Oh, in four years I've been waiting to hear it. And here it is. Ugh. Don't give me that look. We have a show to finish. Oh, uh-huh. Snacks. We are talking about snacks.
0: Snacks. That's right. So it, it's hard to, to not have snacks because the, the kids want a snack. And like, right. And who am I to deny them? Like a, a Rice Krispie treat. Cookies. Or like, they love Oh, cookies. they love cookies. Oh, the cookies. But our, our snacks have been dwindling and I, I've not been ordering them in like our Walmart mm-hmm. orders and stuff. I scroll past them because it's like your previously bought section. I'll pass the ice cream. I'll pass the Oreos. i all pass.
1: Yeah, those Oreos are getting you, man.
0: The Oreos were good. I, I fucking love Oreos. My entire life, I have loved Oreos. Yeah. Oh, my God. I fucking love Oreos. And, you know, you can criticize me all you want because I know you think that I eat them weird because <laughs> it's not your standard dunk-, dunk it in the milk.
1: You eat them whole. Well, you I, shove an entire Oreo put in your m- mouth. And then I
0: take a sip of milk and I let it sit. And then it gets soggy in your mouth, which I, I guess saying it out loud seems odd, but it's just, it's the proper way. It's the proper way. It's not. It is. You dunk those things. You, 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 but then you're, you're.
1: You dunk those sons of bitches. Then and you, then they're getting, already soggy. It's
0: falling apart in the milk, or you drop it, or you're dripping milk on the counter. You take a dry Oreo, mm. it's in your mouth. Boop. And then you take a sip of milk, there's no mass you get nothing to clean up.
1: Or you could just not be a Neanderthal and just...
0: Neanderthal. I think that's like advanced thinking. That, that That's <laughs> like the future. You'll see Oreo ads one day where they're like, put it in your mouth, take a sip. All
1: right. You going to uh, trademark that now?
0: Well, no, because it's Oreo.
1: Copyright? Oh.
0: I don't know what the off-brand Oreos are called, but they're not good. You can get them like Aldi's or something. Trash. But anyways...
1: I need to lose like
0: 10 pounds and... I, I got to lose a lot more. but you know i've not been buying the snacks i've been trying to eat less i've been trying to monitor the hours of which i eat i I try not to eat past like nine o'clock and then i I try not to eat during the day until you know after like nine or ten i didn't eat until like after one today you know i'm trying to i've been like stretching it out slowly
1: See, I used to just not eat.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say vomit. I was like, e- no,
1: no, I never do that. But I would just not eat. was very unhealthy. But, you know, I just, I want to get toned up and feel a little bit more energized. You know? Right. That's I mean, we need to
0: hit the gym soon. Yeah. That, that's the next step. You know, you, you got to have diet. You got to have exercise.
1: I just want to feel a little more toned,
0: stronger. I That's haven't lift, lifted weights in I was, a number of years.
1: I was, like, 114 pounds in college. It was it was very thin. I I, I'd eat, like, once a day. And my things that I would eat. And since the kids, you know, it's, it's fluctuated.
0: It's hard with kids. Know. One, because they take up a lot of time. Yeah. You can't exactly be like, yeah. all right, dude, you hang out here. I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. And... Also, when they're like, hey, I want cookies. No, you're not going to have cookies. Well, then they start crying. You got to get cookies. And then they're just sitting there. They're just sitting there on the tray. You're like, well, why not have one? Four, you know? Four. Mm -hmm. Why not? They're right there. They're right there. And that's why I haven't been buying. Like, if we bought Oreos, Mm -hmm. I'd lose. I'd I'd lose the will battle. I'd have Oreos. (laughs) So I I haven't been buying them. They haven't been here for quite a while. Yeah. Probably a historically long period of time.
1: You used to eat Pop-Tarts.
0: Oh, my God. I think from as early as I can remember until I was- Basically, you ate like a child. 24? (laughs) 25?
1: It hasn't improved all that much.
0: There's only- I have no one to blame but my parents. You know, you you got to- Blame mm-hmm. your upbringing, So
1: what you're saying is that your parents let you eat whatever the fuck you wanted, and now here we are letting our children eat whatever the fuck they want.
0: I, I don't think we need to go over the pea story, eating peas.
1: Oh, go on. Um, tell us your sad story.
0: I don't remember how old I was. I was probably, yeah, I, if I had a guess, probably between the ages of like six to eight. Um, My mother could probably correct me. But she probably remembers. I don't. But I was forced to sit at the dinner table and, until I had eaten my peas. And I, and I don't like peas. Don't like the way they taste. Don't like the texture. Don't like the smell for certain. Because you <laughs> still make peas and you open up that bag out of the microwave and it smells horrible. So I was forced to eat those peas and I was not eating the goddamn peas. I, nope, I don't like them. I, I was forced to eat them and I uh, regurgitated them. And since then, no peace. No peace for me. But yes, Pop Tarts and Oreos, milk. I won't
1: eat a green bean. I choked on one when I was little. I've
0: eaten green beans before. I mean, my
1: mom had to pull it out of my throat. Gross. I was purple. I was like four, maybe. I will never forget it. It scarred me. So I would never touch a green bean again. Fuck those green beans. It tried to kill me.
0: It was an assassination attempt by Green Bean. <laughs> it
1: was a conspiracy trust any of them anymore.
0: And Green Bean was out to get you. Mm-hmm. Probably told his friends.
1: <laughs> they still tell the stories. The time. its Ancestor tried to kill Since then won't touch him. So, dieting. We're working on it.
0: Dieting, and then next phase is, is exercising. Not
1: trying to do it as a New Year's resolution, though, or anything because those never work.
0: But no, never. They never do. No. I think I, I've had probably, probably had plenty of different New Year's resolutions—they never fucking work out. No. No. New Year, new me. Like no. Don't not wait. me. I've been the same just, person just, just for twenty-seven to...
1: years now. I. Just no fucking changing.
0: I um, tell me about it, but but uh, you know, same here. I, I think you realize that. Oh, you know, after fuck you.
1: Shit, that's a conversation for another day. Over
0: four years of marriage, you have. Over four years. That's pretty cool. Right?
1: Wouldn't you say? Pretty cool? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody thought we were going to last this long.
0: Oh. Probably probably not. I, I'm sure people are losing in the divorce pool right now. Mm.
1: Yeah. I just can't fucking get rid of you. I keep trying.
0: I know you keep trying.
1: <laughs> Nothing I say. Not even that time I told you I was going to wake up every day and tell you I hate you for the rest of our lives. Yeah, no. Good morning. Hey, I hate you.
0: Because... You know, I know when you're mad, you know, you say mean things. I do. I
1: do. But I,
0: I know deep down. You don't. What yeah.
1: was I mad over that time? Because I don't well,
0: remember. I don't know. The time I ate the croutons. I your <laughs> salad. I thought that could have been the end. I, I, they were good looking croutons. I don't know. I <laughs> went a... to find
1: my croutons.
0: That, that one was almost the end. Okay. Tell close. you what. Tell you what. Never made that mistake again. Am I right?
1: Yeah, you did learn about the croutons. I I, I try to learn. Salad toppings are what you're going to get for Christmas. Buy you a big bag of croutons. Olive Garden croutons.
0: Probably have some croutons left. (laughs) Probably do. I'd bet. We've been through a lot. Who would have thought that uh, we'd make it this far? still going.
1: Can't get rid of you now. The kids like you too much.
0: (laughs) The kids like (laughs) me too much. I am. That was the plan. I was like, "Well, if the kids love their father, surely <laughs> she can get rid of him." You know, we we would have been married longer if we would have eloped.
1: Yeah, it's true. Talked about it a few times.
0: We did. Eh? We were we were only it was only like after a few months. It's yeah. like, hey, you're it.
1: We almost. We this almost is the thing. thing. And then I was like, "That's fucking insane. We can't do that."
0: I yeah. I was down for it. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, right? I guess so. Besides, yeah. so I don't think there's anyone else who could put up with you like I did. Probably not.
1: Probably not. You got that going for you? You're funny, so. <laughs>
0: wow. I'm getting compliments.
1: <laughs> you
0: are. You're getting
1: compliments. Oh, this is an interesting life we have, that's for sure.
0: It sure is. Yeah. You know, just when I think everything's probably predictable, um, no. something something happens. There's always... There's always a surprise.
1: No, nothing's fucking predictable. We sat down the other day and uh, made out our list of goals for the next three months and six months and nine months and twelve months and two Two years, years five five years. years. Our goals can't be things like, you know, where we want to be or, you know, what we want to be doing. It's it's impossible to. I mean, if you would have told me a
0: a year ago that you would have ran for state senate and we would have started podcasting and i'd been like and eh, no, no <laughs> Get the fuck out. because we've been talking about doing this here for forever yeah it's something that i've always wanted to do and to be like well a thing we've wanted to do we're doing it i would be like no we don't do that we don't, we don't do things for ourselves we don't try but here we are and you ran for state senate how cool is that
1: Cool and and I think we're better off for it. I well, have I think we no wouldn't be regrets. sitting right here if, if it wasn't true. for it. That's true. We really uh found our voice and found that we have things to say that people agree with and want to hear. And I think that's and important. hopefully they keep wanting to hear. I have no regrets. I certainly um, would not have expected to do this. And I think that that's what's so beautiful about our lives. You know, I, I I'm certain that there are people out there who. Graduate high school and they have a plan for their lives and it goes according to it. And
0: you know, you start your 401k at, at <laughs> 20, 21.
1: Yeah, but like our lives are just unpredictable but interesting and yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, unpredictable I'm ready for it.
0: and interesting.
1: But hey, yeah. our goals are you know, things like wanting to put in a fence
0: and taking and on that treat.
1: Yeah, and planning a Disney vacation.
0: I've only ever been there for three days. Yeah. And you know, we went in uh, 2019.
1: Yeah, we want to take a Disney vacation.
0: We were there three days. We did Disney in three days. Yeah. Very quick. Mm-hmm. It was very quick.
1: Too quick. It was just you and I. It was really our first trip together. It was oh. our only trip together. No, that's not true. We did go to New Hampshire.
0: Right, but that was for work. You were yeah. You were like training face painters or something.
1: I was hiring and... Training and all that stuff.
0: Right, it wasn't all all fun. And then I killed that mosquito and it all went downhill.
1: I was hoping you'd forgotten about that.
0: Oh, you think I would forget about that? We played an amazing round of mini golf. And let me tell you, I love mini golf, putt putt, however you're gonna word it. I love it. Absolutely love it. And it was a great time. And then we got in the car to go to dinner. And there was a little mosquito flying around. I was like, hmm, I don't want that to get me. Squish. And it all went downhill from there. I, I ended the mosquito. I did not show kindness for the life of the mosquito. I should have shooed him out the window. But instead, I squished
1: him. You used him. an umbrella to squish him to the windshield.
0: And then we had a silent dinner
1: mm-hmm.
0: over the mosquito. I'm glad you can laugh about it now, because you were not laughing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so you know how you said about uh, knowing a few months in? Well, I think that... (laughs) I mean,
0: I I guess deep down I've always known what I was getting into. It's never a a dull moment.
1: You love it.
0: I do. And I love you.
1: I love you, too. You're welcome. I made life interesting for you.
0: You did. (laughs)
1: It's been interesting embracing... All of the chaos that I and my family are,
0: and you're all chaos. I'll say that you're all chaos. Nobody's ever on time for anything.
1: My mother didn't speak to you the first time she met you.
0: That's right. I mean, we we you know walked around,
1: spent hours, went to dinner together, and she didn't say never a- acknowledge
0: my existence. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You, you got to be ready for it. And you gotta embrace it. I, mean, I feel like I've embraced the the craziness that that is our life.
1: It took me some time to embrace it as well. I think uh, after high school, which I almost didn't graduate.
0: Which is weird to think because when we met, like you were this like brilliant student, and I <laughs> you still are to this day, even in graduate school, you were four brilliant maybe. student. But you almost didn't graduate <laughs> high school. <laughs> How does that work? Oh, that was a really...
1: That was a bad day. So, (laughs) I went homebound for the second half of my junior year. I struggled with really bad depression. So, I went on homebound, and I was at home, but I was completing the work and sending it in. So, when you're on homebound, it's supposed to be where... You know, you are given some leeway in your assignments and your uh, expectations. Apparently, something got fucked up because my senior year, I did fully online. So I graduated from Connellsville, but I was considered like a an online student. And I went in and I did my senior project and I presented it. And then I was about to leave. And I was like, okay, like, have a nice life. And the vice principal was like, what do you mean you have to repeat the 11th grade? And I was like, hold on, what now? And, uh, yeah, apparently because of, like, gym class and some stupid shit that didn't get reported at the end of my junior year that I did not find out about until literally the week of graduation, I almost didn't graduate (laughs) in high school. And so I had to get I pop pop, and pop pop had to go in and tell them how they failed
0: me. I think we've had very we had very polar opposite high school experience. I mean, you were mostly like online. You had you never went to any like school dances or anything. No, nope. you were like a bookworm at at home. I was.
1: I read a lot.
0: So I think well, I had like standard high school experience. Yeah, I was an overachiever. I
1: almost didn't graduate, but I was a fucking overachiever. Let me tell you, I had to read the most books every year in class. I had the best grades.
0: I had okay grades. I mean, I, I probably A's and B's, is a few C's here and there, but I ever. But I also, like, I played high school football. You know. Yeah, you're that all-American jock, huh? I don't know. Just two completely different experiences. Yeah. Let's get. We'll we have are. your your first dance one day oh we you know, can go to
1: a second chance prom or something what the f-
0: what is that i never you've he- never
1: heard of that no what the heck is that it's where like they have these dances for adults to get dressed up as a, a prom and
0: we didn't even have like a uh, like a big wedding or anything we didn't have so never we, we never got like dressed up and, and danced yeah. never never maybe maybe one day for like an anniversary maybe like a 10 year we'll do like a, a wedding of some sort like a renewal of, of vows or mm, I would
1: like to do that.
0: But I've, I've always said, you know, like 10 year. I think 10 is, is the number. Why 10 year? Because our kids will be like older. I wanted to do five year and he wouldn't let me. I mean, it hasn't happened yet. So it's it's, it's not too late. But I, I think that like, like 10 is like a milestone, you know. I mean, I guess five could be a milestone, but like 10 is like the, the first. Like, I, what do I know?
1: Uh, All right, now I gotta go feed a baby, so I'm gonna call it. That's all for now. I think that's trademark. (laughs) Don't add folks to the end of there. We'll just
0: edit it out and post.
1: Hope you enjoyed listening to This Morning with Her Having Coffee, and until next time,
0: stay frosty.